Street Talk by Franklin Street provides real-time expertise navigating the trending topics of today's commercial real estate markets. Episodes feature industry insiders in dynamic conversations hosted by Franklin Street CEO and managing partner, Andrew Wright. Well, hello and uh, welcome to this episode of Street Talk. I'm uh, very excited about today. We've been talking a lot of how to keep our content relevant and uh, we're going to start a new series. So today's the first episode of The Road Traveled. Very proud of what we've been building here at Franklin Street, not just not purely from a, a business revenue type standpoint, but also from the culture. And uh, I think the best way for us to articulate that is to, to actually tell the real stories of people uh, that have been here over that time. And, and so joining me today is Zach Ames and our multifamily team. Zach's completed over 200 transactions in his time here, and I'm excited to to you know, dive into the story and the track record and the deals and everything. So, Zach, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I, I think the you know, first question right off the bat is, why don't you just tell us about how you ended up here, the road traveled? So, it's uh, it's gone by quick. Um, I can't believe how long I've been here. I've been here, same with the other day, twice as, longer than twice as long as I was in college. Um, so, I've been here just over nine years. I started here when I was 22. I graduated college came down, packed up a U-Haul from Ohio, literally two weeks. I think I started two weeks literally after I graduated college. So started 22 years old. Um, I started as an intern or really as an analyst broker in training with the multifamily group. Um, so I spent a year as an analyst, really just learning the business, um, analyst, broker in training. So after that first year, I transitioned to the brokerage side, left the, the salary, went 100% commission, a little daunting, but I was used to living like a poor college kid, so it wasn't, uh, wasn't too bad. Um, and then, so yeah, I dove into brokerage. So I've been with the same team, the same company, uh, my entire career. It's the only firm I work for. Um, so when I started, I remember I went to lunch with my new uh, business associates and I had negative $20 in my bank account. So it's, um, it's been quite the, uh, quite the adventure. Can't believe where I'm at today. Um, the last nine years have went very quick. I'm glad to be here. You know, it's amazing because I think about my own kind of path traveled. I'm sure you'll echo that. Is you never uh, envision what your just what your future holds, right? I kind of I always remember like when I was in, in in college, I was like, if I can make a hundred grand a year, you know, that would be uh, <laughs> that would be the top of the mountain. And, and you fast forward, and you start to accomplish those goals, and until you've done that, you know, finishing the top ten for the last three years, you know, company wide. Yeah. You know, in the mid six figure income, not to you know, kind of be too at, at you know before you're 30, uh, and all self made, you know. Uh, but you know, maybe not completely self made. We we focus a lot here on training and development. You know, that's obviously, as you know, something that's important to us. We have a full department on that. We have multiple full time employees that do nothing that cultivate that. Can you maybe talk a little bit about how our training and development program has been beneficial to you in your development? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean. You know, we got a lot of great senior leadership here at the company, um, a lot of self-made people as well, and they've been in the industry for a long time. Um, so the one, one that's great for junior agents coming into the, into the Franklin Street is that we have a full training and development program, and they come in, you know, it's every Monday at 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock work. Um, and, you know, you may come in as an insurance agent. That's your specialty but you don't know anything about multifamily sales. You don't know anything about property management, capital. Um, so you get to come in every day at five o'clock on Mondays and learn about what Franklin Street offers. Because we offer a lot of services here. 
right? So to be able to speak intelligently to your clients is very important to really truly communicate what we do here. Um, Cause just because you're an insurance, your clients may have other needs along the way. They may need debt. They want to buy a retail property they need to lease space, office space. So to be able to talk intelligently on what we do here is key. Um, and the training that we do for the first two years, when you come on Franklin street really allows you to become a real well, well-rounded individual and learn really the fastest, all the businesses that we do. And another thing that we rolled out, I think we just finished our third year. Um, I was actually part of the inaugural um, program, which is called Inside Lane. Um, And it's not just for the new junior agents, it's for anybody within the company, senior management, anybody. And it allows you to get together with 20 people. I think we think it's 20 people from all the offices, all different business lines, and really work together as a team in conjunction with senior management to solve some of the real live real problems that Franklin Street is dealing with. And it really builds your leadership skills. And I really enjoyed it because now I know a lot more people around the company. You interact with different people outside of your typical day-to-day. So that's something that I took part of um, in the first class, and I thought it was extremely valuable. So there's a, you know, there's a quite a few things that we do here to really, right when you come in the door, kind of get you going. Yeah, something we, you know, we try not to just teach the technical skills. You know, you can learn how to underwrite and what a cap rate is and what a debt constant is and all those things. But well-rounded professionals, you just, you just kind of spoke to it. Real estate's not about just the transaction. You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens between the acquisition and disposition. And the more you know about all those things, the more well-rounded you be, the better you can service your clients. But also develop, I mean, you're not a junior agent. You haven't been for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, real estate's a people business, right? I mean, you got to pick up the phone and talk to people. So when you come in at 22, you know, I didn't have the confidence to talk to a veteran in the industry that's owned apartments for 40 years. So being able to build that confidence is key. And all these training programs, that's what it does. It helps build your confidence um, to get out there and talk to people that maybe are twice your age, but you almost maybe know more in your specialty than they do. Um, so it's building that confidence and you got to be able to talk to people. So. Yeah. Well, and again, being well-rounded, that, that all helps, you know, given that confidence. And then when you have the track record and the knowledge and you become real dangerous. So I think that gets me to the, the next question. I, I've said since the beginning, if people aren't recruiting our people, then we got the wrong team. And, and I know, you know, obviously for a fact, you've been recruited several times, definitely sought out, you know, from our, our larger competitors. And I'm proud to say, you know, we get, I can count on one hand, I can count on three fingers, yeah, uh, how many people I've lost in 13 years to a competitor. Uh, but I'd love for you to talk about, you know, why, why did, when you were being recruited, why did you decide to stay? You know, what are the things that keep you here? Because, you know, we don't keep you chained to the desk. You know, why, why have you stuck around? Yeah, well, I think it's a couple of things. The one that sticks out to me is the people. You know, I, I truly do like coming to work. I truly do enjoy the people I work with, interact with. You know, there's five people in the office that I hang out with outside of work on a regular basis. So I think our people is key, not just to make work enjoyable, but also our success. Um, when I started at 22, you know, that was three offices ago. It was a small office. I think there was maybe 15 people in the office. Just seeing where we've come and being a part of that is um, rewarding. And knowing that we're not, we're not stopping. 
you know, sky's the limit. So just knowing that we're still a young, energetic company with a lot of great people that want to continue to grow, I think that's great. You know, there's the larger companies, the, you know, all the public trade or real estate companies, and you're just, you're just almost a number. You're a number in an office building and the senior management might not even know your last name. And just having the personal relationships here, I think is what really differentiates us from a lot of our competition. Yeah, it's, I love hearing you say that. Culture, as you know, I talk about it all the time. It's important to me. This isn't the Andrew Wright companies. I actually don't really do anything here. Uh, you know, <laughs> what, I, what I do is, you know, I try to kind of keep that flag you know, at, at the top of the mantle that we are a family and it's not always, always about this quarter's results. And I do try to know everyone. It gets a little harder, admittedly. I definitely knew everyone, whether it's 20, 100, 150, as we get over 400 people, it's hard to know, you know everybody all the time. But I try. And I think that personal connection is not just good for young people coming into the business. It's good for people who've been around for 40 years because you know life is a journey and, and those relationships are important. Well, especially times like these, like everybody's going through COVID, right? These aren't, um, these aren't the most fun times. And having the camaraderie around the office and just this personal interaction, I think is more important in today's world than it's ever been in my career. So, you know, the culture here, just the people, and that's, you know, really, that's what I think differentiates us. Well, we also try to take that positivity and not just, you know, I, I would say the culture here is as strong as it's ever been, yeah. uh, which is amazing <clears throat> in this time. And I think it's a testament to the people like you, you know, that, that, you know, but pushing that out to the community too, you know, it's not all doom and gloom all the time. I mean, it's, it's always darkest before the dawn, kind of, you know, keep your head in and, and keep pushing. So uh, hopefully we stay that way. I know there's so many and there's a lot that I've sit here and as I look at you, memories here, I can think of a bunch. Uh, some probably not, <laughs> not perfect for a podcast. Uh, what, are, what are your, some, it just makes me think, what are your, your favorite memories? You know, I think when I look back on my career here, it's really, my memories aren't really all the accomplishments myself or my team or the company have accomplished. It's really a lot of the social interactions, a lot of the, the, the team, uh, the team functions, um, the holiday parties, getting outside of work and interacting with your coworkers and maybe their significant others. I think that's where I have most of my memories. And like I said, there's five people I can point to right here that I hang out with on a regular basis outside of work. So I think a lot of my, uh, my memories are more of the social interactions outside of work with coworkers. You know, obviously beating you in the championship uh, in Cornhole was, uh, was one of them out on the beach. Um, I had a bad time. No, <laughs> no, but I think, uh, and there's obviously we've had a lot of success here at Franklin Street, so there are a lot of those positive memories. But I think most of mine are, you know, those outside of work, the holiday parties. We had our 10-year reunion. We brought all the offices um, to Tampa. We had a band. You know, those social interactions, uh, really interacting with your coworkers outside of the day-to-day, I think those probably are my most memorable memories. That's why we call this series The Road Traveled. You know, you got to think back all, all those times and, uh, you know, we, at, at, from competitions. I mean, we, we do we, – once a month we do team building exercises. Every year we have a, a nice holiday party in every office, either together or separate, where you bring your plus one, whatever that looks like, and, and people don't do that. You know, those kind of basic connections, our rewards trip, where you're able to interact with all those people. So, you know, I think about – and then obviously we uh, – I'm – Hyper competitive. I know you're hyper competitive. I'd say 95% of the people here are hyper competitive. So we always figure out how to make little competitions here and there. But but I agree. You know, I look back on 
on 13 years that I've been running this organization. And I don't remember the wins and we've had plenty. It's not that I don't, you know, it's not that they aren't there if you think of them, but the moments that I really do cherish are those genuine personal interactions, watching people come together, build, build lifelong friendships. And, you know, I'd love to think everyone's going to work here for the rest of time and be chained to the desk, but I know the reality is that's not going to be the case. And to think that I can have a hand and, building a place that can form those relationships is, is one of my greatest accomplishments uh, for sure. And, and, and I think that is why people stay yeah. because it's not or just it like this year, you know, we do the metropolitan ministries every year for Thanksgiving. And I was there with my team joking around. It was the ninth time I've done that. Um, and just, I know they've changed locations a few times. I mean, just looking back on those moments and you've done something nine times and it's, uh, you know, it's, um, it's fun and enjoyable to look back on. You have good insight. Your your road traveled nine years, kind of starting out of college, business you don't know, moving to a state to, you, know, you don't know, and people you know you don't have a big robust network. Like, what advice would you give to someone that's looking to start their career, whether they're kind of fresh out of college or just thinking they need to change? Yeah, I mean, I touched on it earlier. The biggest thing is you got to go to talk to people. It's a people business. You got to have the confidence, and how do you get that confidence? Is through leaning on your peers, leaning on your mentors, and that's something that I did at an early age. I came in. Um, like I said, I've been on the same team for nine years. So when I came in, they were obviously veterans in the industry. I really leaned on them. And there were a few of them, Bob, Kevin, Darren. And I tried to take all of their positive attributes and mold it into who I am. Not everything that works for someone is going to work for you. So something that works for, for you, Andrew, might not work for me. Um, so you've got to get the confidence to establish your own your own way of doing business, your own personality, figure out what works for you, what you can take from others to implement and what you do in your day-to-day. But just leaning on the the mentors um, that you're working under. And then really, I mean, confidence is a big thing. So there's learning, you know, going to our trainings every Monday, getting the confidence, going down the hall, talking to capital, going down the hall, talking to insurance, understanding really at a pretty high level everything we do here. Um, I think that's really what set me apart. Really, that's when I think my career really started taking off. Um, when I had the confidence to go out and pick up the phone and call anybody. You know, cold calling is not easy. A lot of people don't like to do it. But once you get the confidence, it becomes easier and easier each day. I appreciate the time today. It's fun to reminisce. Uh, <laughs> and I, it's not the outcome, it's the journey. And you know, it's been, I, I can just only say thank you. You know, thanks for, for taking the chance and getting involved. Thanks for sticking around when you have options. And, you know, more importantly, I know you're just getting started. This is, you know, we're nowhere near the end. It'll be fun to catch up with you uh, at some other point. Uh, nine more years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you won't be doing the same thing you're doing today, but I know you'll still be in the family. So, uh, you know, again, appreciate the time, and this was fun. This was a great way to kick it off. You know, episode one of the road traveled, and and many more stories to come. So, you know, as I close this out and talk about, you know, why we're doing these things, you know, our team's growing. You know, we're we're looking to continue to build on the successes of yesterday. But you know, yesterday's home runs don't win tomorrow's games, and so hopefully, as we go through these conversations, and someone's listening to this, thinking about their future, where they are, uh, how they're treated, where they are, what's important to them, what that outlook is the real stories are what connected, you know, and, and, you know, reach out to me, reach out to anybody, you know, the, the, literally pick up the phone and call the, the best testimonials are not from me. They're from people like this. So thanks a lot for the time and look forward to doing many more of these.
Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Talk by Franklin Street. Have a question about something you heard on the street? Visit podcast.franklinst.com to send us your questions and listen to more insights. Mm -hmm.